This is a Local Flex Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Flayhive. I am joined, as always, by my guy, Billy Hughes. What's up? Billy, thanks for coming on, buddy. No problem, man. How was uh, your Memorial Day weekend? Memorial Day weekend was good. Maybe too good. Um, Friday, my friend was in from um, Florida. Whenever I'm with him, I get in trouble. So, no, okay. I didn't get in any trouble, but we went out on Friday. It's a good joke. And then, oh, thanks, man. And then Sunday, big day, I was godfathered my nephew, Brendan. So we had his baptism, and then we had our family over at the house. It's pretty fun. Um, Bunch of hillbillies. 100%. Stritzels yeah. are hillbillies. My dad said it was a drunk fest, so it was drunk fest. <laughs> Does Carol listen to this? Huh? Carol should listen. She should listen. She Does doesn't. she? Wow, that, that breaks my heart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. good time. Nice. Fun being the godfather. My brother messed up first question from the deacon right away. Quit doing that with the, Sorry, with the People are hearing that all day long. Um, so basically, the deacon just asked my brother um, my nephew's name in church, and he said his middle name instead of his first name. And he was like, what do you I think thought his name was Brendan. Oh, I thought you meant his middle name. That's what he said in the Like a church. confirmation name? Like Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's not a confirmation name. He's a smart guy. He's only nine months old. So. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. Smart guy. Yeah, I had, uh, thanks for asking me, Bill. I'm glad. I just took a sip of water. I was literally <laughs> in the process. Of- Memorial Day weekend was, was good. Nice and relaxing. And then uh, Lauren's birthday. Ruby Doo? Ruby Doo? <laughs> uh, Lauren's birthday was uh, May 27th. So Lauren's the type of person that, that celebrates the entire like month. Nice. Especially the week. She wakes up with butterflies and con- <laughs> like continuously talks about her birthday. That's who she is. So she, uh, I can, Lauren, I can, I can say whatever I want because she doesn't listen to this. Oh, that's good. Yeah, my mom doesn't listen. Real good support, but she throws herself a party every single year. So we had, I had that going for me this weekend. It was a good weekend, good fun weekend. I'm sure everyone had uh, a lot of fun and probably overindulged a little bit. And that's my first topic, Bill. We're just trying to get back on track right now, huh? Getting back on track, but one of the things that I was talking to a couple of clients was. They were down, you know, anywhere between two and five pounds going through the meltdown. And they said after this weekend, they hopped on the scale. And not only did they gain that weight back, but they gained, you know, one to three pounds. And they're like, what's the point of even trying a diet if after one weekend, like all of my results are gone? Daily fluctuations of your weight, if you're if you're weighing yourself on a daily basis or a weekly basis, daily or weekly and daily or weekly fluctuations. <laughs> don't look at me like that. Sorry, bad with words. Any type of fluctuations are completely normal. So your your weight's going to go up, weight's going to go down, weight's going to stagnate. At like it, that's just the nature of it. If you have Billy drinks that bottle of water and he hops on the scale, he's going to be heavier. Yeah. Okay. That's the nature of the game. That is not just like. You did not gain however many pounds of fat. What will happen is, especially after a weekend where, by the way, I heard a stat that from Memorial Day through September, Americans eat 1,800 hot dogs a minute. Come on. Isn't that wild? It's like Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Uh, Joey Chestnut. Yeah. The goat. Um, I haven't had a hot dog in I don't know how long. uh, Yeah, true. Hmm. Maybe soon. Um, but what happens is, especially with those salty foods, your body has a lot of sodium. It's going to hold on to water. It's going to retain water. And then if you're eating a lot of carbohydrates, carbohydrates have a lot of water. It's not saying that carbohydrates are the reason like that people get fat or anything like that. Carbohydrates are not the enemy. That's a different 
topic for another day. But what happens is you, your body retains a lot of water and you're holding on to a lot of water. And that's where that, that weight fluctuation is. So if you pounded water, uh, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and got rid of that water and peed it all out, you're probably back to what you were before. So don't worry if the weight or the scale went up, just get back on track. It's a four-week challenge, people, not a two-week challenge. It is. But the week one check-ins were really, really good. Really excited. People were, like, pumped about it. Um, week two was not very good. No, you didn't get as many responses as you did week one, right? Uh, responses, I think, were about the same number, but the the actual response and the words were not great. You know, yeah. week one, everyone's excited. Everyone's super motivated. Riding that high. Riding that high. Like, they're doing really well. They're sticking to it. And then week two, it was like, oh, it was okay. Like, you know, I... I did some of my habits but not all of them i did some of the days I, I don't remember how many days but like it was nowhere near what happened with week one that's normal right yeah 100 percent. with anything you're gonna go through those ups and downs but this week we gotta turn it back up or hopefully you have been turning it back up so we can get where we were at week one okay? yeah keep it getting excited about it keep sticking to it keep grinding it out almost there especially as thursday or this will come out on thursday and especially as we hit thursday friday saturday it's either going to be you know continue to snowball downhill and you're going to just completely quit or you're going to realize like hey i know that i can be successful because i was successful in week one i know that i can be successful with some of these daily habits let me get back to these daily habits and focus on those because motivation is is a liar your day one, that Sunday before we started the challenge, everyone was like, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to get rid of all the bad food in my house. I just went grocery shopping. I'm going to food prep, all this stuff. And that motivation leaves. And now you just have to rely on those daily habits, the daily habits that we continue to talk about. Like those are the things that are going to really make you successful. So as we hit Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're either going to continue to go downhill or you are going to turn things around and continue to do things really well and actually see results. So I hope you are on that side where you're gonna see results. To go along with those results, there's a big difference between eating in a calorie deficit or a diet to lose weight versus just a healthy lifestyle. Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry challenge, right? Jerry, why were we man. saying Ben and Jerry? Tom and Ice Jerry. Ice cream on the mind, dog, that's why. <laughs> Tom and Jerry challenge, Billy lost what? You lost what, what did you lose? 19? 19 pounds? Yeah. In, that was six weeks. Yeah, miserable. Okay, so talk about the difference between you being going for a calorie deficit and being so strict with everything you're doing in order to lose weight. Obviously, it was for a challenge, so like you yeah. were extra motivated. But just for people that are dieting to lose weight, what's the difference between that versus eating just to live a healthy lifestyle? So basically, when I started the challenge... Put the marker I, down. Because oh, you're going to be clicking I'm, I'm and clicking and clicking. Um, so when I started the challenge... Um, I think it started right after Super Bowl, right? So I had a yeah, I think it was I had a Monday. big weekend. Yeah, Monday. So I was like Super eating Bowl. pizzas and donuts because I was like, I got a challenge. Might as well just stockpile the weight, whatever. Um, but I'm a very competitive person, so when I enter like a challenge, um, I was like legit weighing my food. Like I, don't, I have a scale, weighing it, then eating it, and that was it. I didn't drink anything. I didn't go out on the weekends. Um, Every time my girlfriend asked me to have a glass of wine, I was like, get away from me. LaCroix or water or something with bubbles. But yeah, no wine at all. Um, so that's like 
like you're not having a fun time the whole time. That's like really hard to do. It's not a a lifestyle that I would want someone to do forever. Can I can I interrupt you? Yeah. As the phone interrupts us? Yeah. Okay, so that was a short term thing. Like you knew hey, I was gonna do this for six weeks. Let's just say someone has ten pounds to lose and they are doing a calorie deficit. And a lot of people right now in the challenge are tracking either calories or macros. Because if, if you can do that and that doesn't, you know, bother you, it's a great way to actually see how much you're That's eating. Legit the best way. Absolutely. And and to actually get results. So let's just say someone is, is tracking their calories and they are going to lose that ten pounds. So it's an actual calorie deficit and they're focusing on that. Like that is completely different of someone just not in a calorie deficit. So say you're trying to maintain your weight and just be active and live a healthy lifestyle. You're have a set goal and you're trying to lose that weight to, to that set goal. So you're in a yes. calorie deficit yeah. in a normal world. People shouldn't be trying to lose weight every single time. Oh, for sure. Or, or, all, like, that's all what their... I like to think of it as like, there's always going to be like, Oh, I had a rough summer. I need to get back, back on track for winter. I had a rough winter. Let's get this spring going. But, um, when I lost all that weight, like, I usually sit around like 215. I was like 235 when I started that. But when I got down to it, I was like 208, whatever. I don't even know how to do math. But I finished at like 206. That's not a good weight for me. I'm like skinny and hungry and I don't look the same. It's a miserable life. Yeah, it's not fun. So like I have like a perfect healthy lifestyle at 215. It's that 80-20 thing. So during the week, I basically eat all the same foods. On the weekend, I splurge a little bit. But I always get back on track on Monday same foods i'm not counting um my calories i'm usually just trying to stay around um a gram of protein for my body weight yeah so that's really it and i'm just trying not to eat bad stuff or not bad stuff but things that will put me um in a calorie surplus all the time so when people that are constantly dieting really what that tells us there's is there a bad dieter right they never actually stick to it because if you're constantly trying to diet like you are never being successful so realistically and this is just like how life is like you like what you said like hey i want to get ready for summer or i'm coming out of winter and i want to do this you know that's when or i have a wedding coming up or you know my daughter's getting married or whatever like you have that one thing that you diet for or you really are focused on you know looking the best you possibly can but if you're constantly dieting, that means you're always falling off. Like, yeah. you know, you have a couple of weeks that are really good and then you completely fall off the wagon and you start dieting again. But realistically, like if you get do- down and are successful with your diet, let's just say you lose 10 pounds um, and you, you know, let's just say you get down to 200 pounds. Really, to live at that 200 pounds would be pretty difficult yeah, because miserable. you're going to be super strict. You'd be tired, right? you wouldn't be, you'd be miserable. You wouldn't be able to do anything you would like to do. So in a perfect world, you would get down to that maybe 200 pounds, hit your result, hit your goal that you want. One, that makes you feel really good, like accomplished. Two, if you have that thing coming up, whether it's a wedding or whether it's, you know, a challenge like we did where you're getting on the scale and you're like, holy shit, I did this. I feel really, really great about myself and whatever. But then realistically that you cannot diet all the time. So you probably sit and feel better and like just really good, active, healthy probably around like 204, 205, right? 
I'm not saying you, but like, oh, yeah, you know, sure. you lose yeah. that 10 pounds or 200, but yeah. you're not going to sit there forever. No, it'll go back up right, like immediately, like right away. But you don't want to go shoot back up, no, like throw everything out like the window, right? Again, yeah, you want know? to you want to maintain. So like, once you get that 10 pounds off, and you are very successful with your diet, at some point you have to live your life, and you know maybe you gain a couple pounds and figure out where you feel really good, like what weight is, and then you maintain. You you are like you said, where you eat the same similar things throughout the week because you know that's going to be help you be successful. And then you have a little fun on the weekends, but you're not completely burning the house down. Yeah. I mean, I le- I legit eat the same things every week just so I could – I know what's in those foods. I know how much calories those are just so I can have fun on the weekend. And then I just get back right to it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like four – it's like five days of eating the same things and then the weekend – it's a little different. Yeah. And that helps you be successful. Yeah. And then it, and it helps me be sane too. Yeah. Like I'm not miserable. I can actually enjoy myself and go out with friends, hang out, like go to parties, stuff like that. And the stuff that you eat, it's not bland and like boring, right? I mean, no. it, maybe it's boring a little bit, but like it's actually foods that you enjoy. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing about that is not eating out. Like that's like the hardest part. Or I think the hardest part for people to realize is you can't just eat out all during the, the time. week. You got to cook for yourself. Because you're knowing what's going into your body. You're putting the stuff in the pan or in the oven or on the grill, and you're actually putting it in your mouth. Because you don't really know how much oil and stuff like that, or what kind of food or chicken or steak or whatever they're using. You don't know what is in their restaurant. So I think cooking for yourself has been, I legit cook all my food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner every during the week. Yeah, and one of the things that I think helps with that is is a thoughtful eating. So some of the some of the responses that we got were that, you know, maybe I fell off a little bit, but I have been really conscious and thoughtful with everything that I am eating. What happens is a lot of people is that, you know, you have your grazers that are constantly snacking throughout the day. You know, especially if you have young kids and you're finishing lunch or dinner or whatever, you know, as you go around and clean up the table, yeah. like you're constantly, you know, picking and, you know, having these little bites of food that throughout the day add up to a shit ton of calories. Or like you talked about where you're going out to eat all the time and you're just freaking eating without even like thinking about it. You know, if you can be more thoughtful about what you are eating, whether it's out to eat or at a party or whatever and just be a little bit more thoughtful instead of just mindlessly eating i think that puts people in a way better position to where they can actually enjoy life without you know just piling a ton of calories that add up over time yeah it makes a lot of sense um i want to give a little insight of what we do a lot of people think snippet little snippet okay a, a lot of people one I think our our clients are always like hey how do you guys know that or how do you guys know everyone's name how do you how do you remember that my shoulder was bothering me or stuff like that you know our clients see that or people on the outside just probably think we're a bunch of meatheads and like hey what the hell are yeah. they doing they're just you know working out whatever but there's a lot of thought that goes into it and every Thursday we meet and you are the director of training slash head coach, and you run the meetings. Yeah. So what is one of the main things that we cover in the meetings? So our... That makes us different. Yeah. Because I don't think a like lot of... You guys have probably I seen don't us. Think a lot of people on do Fridays it. and stuff. You've probably seen us in here after class just waiting around, like all six of us. 
but um, we have like a set template for what we meet about. Um, we all, if you ever missed, a, if you ever, if you like have ever brother. missed a class, you've probably gotten a text from us. Yeah. Because we really care about you guys coming in and hitting your goals, and we want you to be successful in the gym and your life. Um, but so that's also, not random. That's a planned thing. No, right? that is. Yeah, that's what we cover. That's what we preach um, to all the new people. Um, but one of the really cool things we do is we have this thing called uh, our client accountability, and there's three things we cover. Um, so real quick, with the client accountability, so we have six coaches? One, yeah. Two, okay. Yeah. So with our adults, we basically have you know anywhere between 20 and 30 clients that we are really responsible for. Yeah, so basically it's called client care. It's just basically if anyone has an injury or something that happened to them personally that they told you during the session, we just bring that up in the meeting just so everyone's aware. So maybe if um, you're chasing a PR the one day, the coach knows that, hey, so you're probably not feeling too good this week. Maybe you should back off a little bit on pushing that person a little bit. Then next one, if you have any issues. Can I? Can I um, go ahead. Uh, client care. So that's something that is either good or bad, right? It could be, yeah. It could Just be something good. going on. It could on. be good or bad. It could be like, oh, my God, they did 10 perfect push-ups. Or, oh, their knee's been bothering them this week. Let's switch things up for squats and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so it could be and something like, hey, Connor's coming in. Mm-hmm. His knee's been bothering them last couple weeks. Make sure you guys don't do any squats. Switch yeah, we'll it do to some RDLs, RDLs. with bridges okay. and stuff yeah. like that. Cool. Um, then we'll just have issues, just like if um, someone missed a class or um, we messed up and – forgot to do something with a member or something like that, something that needs to be brought to light with our um, coaches. And then our last thing is highlights. So just certain things you guys accomplish in the gym. We like to bring light of it. So maybe if, say, Connor hit um, or ran really fast, he probably No big have, deal. Um, no big deal. But we'd let all the coaches know so next time I see him, hey, hey, man, you were running real fast the other day, huh? Just stuff like that, just so we know that everyone will be on the same page. Because we like to be one one team, one family. We want everyone to be um, thinking about each other the whole time. That's awesome. I think that's honestly like, I think that is really, really cool. Um, it's obviously biased, but I think that we do that really, really well. And there's, it's not by chance. It's not random. There's a lot of thought that goes into it. There's a lot of communication that, you know, that we go, uh, you know, we talk about that we have four key actions, right? We, we care. We communicate, we coach, and we clean. Um, You know, the caring and communicating, I think, is huge. And I think that um, I think our clients really appreciate it. And we obviously appreciate our clients, and they support us, and they they actually come to our gym, and they they like working out with us and and everything. So it's just something that we really focus on doing to give them the best experience possible and to make the best experience possible consistent. Because there's some places where you go in, and it's a really great workout, and then it just slowly goes downhill. You know, that's something that I'm probably a little psychotic about yeah. of making sure that we're at a, a, a good level and always staying there. So um, we're gonna be getting onto that meeting. Billy, thanks for coming out. You got anything to say? No. Brandon, Jonah, you guys walked in. You guys got anything to say? I love you guys. Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good week.